Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. Shouldn't it be all things Kenobi? Hmm. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. So this week we're doing part two of the AUs that were submitted to us. We talked about a lot of them last week. We even did a few of our own and we sprinkled Mm -hmm. in a few of our own in the ones that were submitted to us. So it's kind of like this (laughs) ever, you know, morphing, evolving topic. So (laughs) there were so many good ones that we had to split it into two, which we love because this stuff is fun. Yeah, this is good stuff. This is where we get happy endings, maybe. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> this is where we get stuff we would never get for right? from canon. <laughs> Shit. But before we get into the AUs, we have a follow-up announcement to an original announcement that was made <laughs> <laughs> about the Star Wars Celebration panel. So if you missed the announcement, Lauren and I will be at, in London for Star Wars Celebration in April. Mm-hmm. And crazily enough, I will be part of a panel brought on by StarWars.com and editor James uh, Floyd, who is also a podcaster out there. And the title of the panel is The Science of Return of the Jedi. So myself and a few other scientists, you know, in our real lives, will be talking about the science aspect of Return of the Jedi. And it now has a time, date, and location, which I'm extremely excited about because that means it's real. It's actually real. <laughs> it's actually happening, people. <laughs> so if you are going to Star Wars Celebration and you're able to and want to, come to the university stage Saturday, April 8th from 1400 to 1500, which I believe is what? 2 p.m. to 3 p.m.? Yes, it is. Local time? So 2 p.m. time of the the, the panel... Title of the panel is Science of the Return of the Jedi, and it will be on Saturday, April 8th. I am fucking stoked. I can't wait. It sounds so cool. I read the description you sent me. It sounds really fucking fun. I think it's, especially with the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, and they just announced they're releasing Return of the Jedi in theaters in late April. Yes, I am going. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is just one big Return of the Jedi fest, and I'm I'm so humbled, but I can't believe I'm going to get a part to be a part of this celebration. It's, it's never fucking in epic. my wildest dreams, girl. It's fucking crazy. This is something you'll remember for the rest of your life. It's so awesome. I am super humbled. So hope to see you there if you can. If not, if it is live streamed, we will put the info out. Yeah, Lauren will be in the crowd, hopefully front fucking row, <laughs> if I have any say about it. I will be making a lot of noise, which is not true. I'm terrified of making noise. But... <laughs> <laughs> Leave that to me. Um, <laughs> but we will we'll at least have pictures, if nothing else. Yes. So, yeah. Cool. All right, on to the AUs. <laughs> so, the next one, Call Me Vex, is very similar to one we've already discussed, is an AU where Satine lives and stays with Obi-Wan. My question to Call Me Vex is, 
does Obi-Wan stay in a in the Jedi role? That's a good question. Or does he exit? Because the other one that we t- talked about, he leaves the Jedi Order. This one, could it work? I mean, in our heads, we can make anything work. Right. But she could stay on Mandalore and they could see each other just like, you know, Anakin and Padme. Right. So, so are they having a secret relationship? Is it a not Secret relationship. That's kind of fun. Imagine Obi Wan decides that he's not going to have a secret relationship, and he's an open Jedi in an open relationship. And it's like, what are you going to do? Kick Obi Wan Kenobi out of the Jedi? Come on! <laughs> right. He will remind everyone he was the first Jedi to kill a Sith. Right. And they're like, ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh, you don't want to kick me off the Jedi, <laughs> the Jedi Council. Don't make Obi Wan mad. Mace would be so pissed. Oh my god, you're right. He would, Mace would never forgive him. <laughs> no. How dare he be happy? Yoda would throw in the the his gammer stick or what, what's it called? The gimmer stick. Did I pronounce it? Gimmer stick. A gammer. A gimmer. A gamer. He'd throw in his, his stick and be like, that's it, I'm leaving. He'd just hobble Go out. <laughs> yeah, Not even because he had I'm to. I'm going early. It's because he wants yeah. to. <laughs> He's done. <laughs> early retirement AU, where Yoda just phones it in and says, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to go talk to Qui-Gon on Dagobah, and you people figure it out for yourself. He's teleworking. <laughs> He's teleworking from Dagobah. <laughs> Uh, you know what? You know what would be the real kicker is that fucking Kiati Mundi just shows up every oh once in a while with a casserole. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Master Yoda. I have a casserole for One you. One of his forty wives made it. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> it was at this point that Leanne lost it. <laughs> uh, I apologize, everyone. You know I that in, in Legends that he was married and had like multiple wives and the Jedi were okay <laughs> with it because he didn't care about any of his wives. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. What the fuck is this? He had no attachment. <laughs> so what you're telling me is... A dude with that forehead and that hair was able to snag forty partners. I don't know if I just made that number up, but yeah, he had multiple okay, wives. One partner. <laughs> <laughs> the man's hair is atrocious. He needs a makeover. He needs the Brazilian blow that Chewy gets from time to time. Okay, you okay. final straw because it's right up your it's right up your alley. Oh yeah, final straw said. Like Superman, uh, when he, when Superman became affected by red kryptonite, I'd like to see Luke going really, really dark. Interesting. Very. I Again, like Obi-Wan, I don't even think it's remotely possible. Although Mark Hamill said that they weren't sure if Luke was going to be... Like, mm-hmm. they, I guess mm-hmm. George Lucas knew, but Mark Hamill didn't know whether Luke was going to go good or bad in the end. Yeah. And he... He said there it, it would have been. Well, he's all dressed in black. And, and the lighting in his face is always half and half. It's half light, yes. half dark. We never really know until the yeah. final, you know. Exactly. What kind of ending would that have been if Luke had turned? Oh Do you think Leia would have run to his rescue and, like, finally opened up her tap to the Force? 
Maybe. Or she would have been so betrayed she'd track him down and kill him. <laughs> or that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I I don't know. They're both such great souls. It's hard yeah. to picture either of them turning, but I think if... I don't know. It would be it would be interesting. There is, a, I think there's a comic, if not a novel. I'm pretty sure that there is a comic. I know, but there might be a novel also called. I think it's Dark Empire, mm. and that is about Luke turning to the dark side for a while after Return of the Jedi. I think, and I don't know if he stays dark or not. I own it, but I haven't read it yet. Um, but I'm interested to see what that story is. I'm not sure. I like it because Luke, to me, is, is good. yes, he is yes. hope and good, and yeah. that's why he believes Vader's redeemable is because I his know. spirit is that way. But mm. yeah, that's why I didn't like what was it, Last Jedi? <laughs> right? Yeah, because that yeah. is like Luke going dark to me, and I was very uncomfortable with all of that. Yeah. Dreamer Kath. This is an interesting one. I could see it. Dreamer Kath says, Cal Kestis back in time and becomes Obi-Wan's next Padawan. Mm. That would be cool. I could see it. If Obi-Wan mm-hmm. had enough strength to take on a new Padawan, like before Luke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, after Anakin's fall, or is it while Anakin is still... Yeah, coming up because I could picture it after Anakin's fall where he tries to almost like fix what he may have thought went wrong with Anakin or any regrets he had with with, you know, he could instill it in Cal and practice for Luke or something. I don't I don't like to use people like that, but like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Get get his get his self-confidence back up in like, I still have the ability to teach and lead someone down a good path. But if it's back when Anakin was still in the light side that would incite anakin i think it'd be basically what happened to obi-wan exactly with qui-gon yeah so yeah. ooh we yeah that could be that could be really <laughs> fun <laughs> yeah honestly any of these timeline moments would be interesting cuz even when they first introduce ahsoka she's supposed to be obi-wan's padawan right yeah, so he right. was expecting another one, but uh, Yoda is the one who decided. No, I think Skywalker should have her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A good choice. Yes. Th- this is interesting because I think Obi Wan and Cal Kestis, from what I know of Cal, would be a good pairing. It's mm-hmm. almost like something similar with Kane and Jarus with Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like two good souls. That could have really benefited even more from having an influence, being influenced by Obi Wan. I could, I could definitely see it. Yeah. Who then go on to mentor their own or have influence in their own way down the line. Yeah, I had an interesting conversation with one of our patrons about Kanan because they weren't really sh- like they didn't really understand why Kanan was so popular, and I think it would actually make a really interesting episode for us to do because. Uh, their argument was that Kanan's not a very good Jedi. And it's true. And I was or like, any of them? <laughs> Besides <laughs> Obi-Wan? 
<laughs> the truth is, he was really young, and so yeah, he's mm-hmm. not a, not even that he wasn't a good Jedi. It was more that he wasn't a great teacher for Ezra, and it's. I think part of it is because Kanan was young and didn't wasn't finished as a student. He was still a very young student, so it's very. like having a student teaching a student. Well, that was the beauty of Kanan, right? The fact that Kanan was learning as he went at the same time mm-hmm. that Ezra was learning. Yeah. But he had to take on a more leadership role where he was still the student, in a sense. Yeah. And that's yeah. what made Kanan very interesting is that he grew into that and then he lost his fucking eyesight. And, <laughs> right. and that almost made it better for him. Yeah, it made him use the Force in a way he hadn't been yeah. That's what I will to my dying day scream that all the shit Ezra was going through, it would have been way more interesting to me if it had been Kanan. Because he had oh, more depth I agree with that. Yep, to yep, me. Yep. So the whole, like, all the moments of growth that we see, quote unquote, growth that we see with Ezra, I think it would have been more meaningful to see it with Kanan because he agree, is yeah. the character who is stunted. He was in a process and that got shortcut uh that's not I mean, the right by, word by some serious trauma i mean serious yeah. trauma that was probably never fully addressed yes and as he's trying to grow and you know he meets hera who kind of like brings him back to life and then he has this padawan quote unquote that he's trying to teach he's the one with the crazy emotional spiritual growth compared mm-hmm. to other characters he has more oh my god for that i don't care what you say about Kanan, he still sacrificed in the end what a lot of Jedi didn't. Yeah. Anakin didn't. He chose the selfish path. And yeah. Kanan did the most selfless act a human being can do. And he did it and he didn't even know, like, ah, uh, my AU, my headcanon is that Kanan lives, he is with Hera, and they raise their son. Their son yeah. goes into Luke's Jedi Academy and nobody dies. <laughs> Not Luke's Academy, not Luke, not the son, yeah. nobody. He, that whole family gets to remain the family. But of course, yeah, it wouldn't be Star Wars, <laughs> right? Right, without the pain. I know. I totally agree. What if, my heart really wants Luke's Academy to be left alone. Like I want it to succeed. I hate how devastating it was. This is a character that came from nothing but fucking trauma and sadness, and yeah. to have him grow and build something meaningful and then have it burn to the ground and by have his him... sister's son his best yeah. friend's son yes i can't Told that's that... the part i hate it i hate it Ugh. <laughs> we're supposed to have a friendly chat with our friend jenny about uh we're supposed to have a, like leanne you're gonna be the moderator between us because she likes uh I Last Jedi, yes and i hate it <laughs> yes well i don't like it either I hate what they yeah. did to Poe in it too. <laughs> oh yes, I hate I hate all of it. <laughs> Let's be real, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. hate is I a strong them. word. We'll say it's not our cup of tea that we chose to drink. So true. Yes, I appreciated. I did appreciate Mark Hamill's performance. He is beautiful, and his acting is so good. That doesn't mean I enjoyed the plot line. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anywho, sorry. No sorries here. Uh, gee, Dreamer Cat, did you realize that uh, you were going to send us on such a huge side tangent with this idea? <laughs> See, it's a springboard for more ideas. So that's why we like yeah. playing in the AU world every now and then. 
<laughs> you gotta dip your toe in. Okay, Fireheart Pins, who, just shout out, they make awesome pins. I love them. They're super cool, human. Follow them on Instagram. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he had some great ones. He has a whole bunch he sent me. And one of them is Starkiller saving the Jedi he's told yes. to hunt down, yes. helping build a secret new Jedi Order. Oh, my God. Now, this so is the AU we fucking need in our life. We need Starkiller, yes. period. But Starkiller saving Jedi, recruiting them, putting them somewhere safe, and teaching them? Hell, yes. 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 Oh. In your face, Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Live action with Sam Witwer, please. Let's yes. Do it. That's really all we're here for. I mean, put the man <laughs> in a dark suit. Give him a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I think that would be his dream come true also. <laughs> I, I, we are speaking for him. I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be good. Starkiller is a good character anyway. Yeah. He has depth. Yes. And he's another of Vader's apprentice. Yes. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> it is. It would be really good. It would be oh, chef's kiss if we could get that. <laughs> Thank you for that one. Uh, he has another as well. So Fireheart Pins also suggested this, where the Yuuzhan Vong, if I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, invade during the prequel era. That would have been terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we want it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Are you familiar with them? Not deeply. I'm not deeply familiar with them either, but I want to read the books because they are a species i don't even know how to describe yeah. it but they're from sure. another galaxy right they're from outside of the star wars galaxy and then they arrive we need more of that yeah it yeah, kind of need... reminds me of the reavers in um firefly i don't know if you watched mm -mm. that show at all but my brain imagines the yuzong yuzong vong i don't know if i'm saying that right either yeah i don't know if i had the right like flair yeah, but they sound terrifying. <laughs> I want an outside entity to come in and sweep Palpatine off his feet. And I don't mean romantically, although maybe he would take it romantically. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That would like, be the only thing he could ever love was a terrifying Yuzhan Vong. Do you know the possibilities that could happen? Especially in the prequel era where he hasn't fully, I mean... Yeah. By Revenge of the Sith, he does. He fully comes into his big reveal. But, like, ooh, we got someone else bigger, badder, and scarier, and in multiples. I think yeah. it would be... Could you see him trying to take them out so he could regain... That would be a power struggle on a different level. That would Seriously, be cool. and it would last for years. It would, like, immediately overshadow the Clone Wars. Yeah, he would be like, pause. I have to go deal with this so I can have all the power back <laughs> and I'll come yeah. back to the clone. You all just keep making clones, doing your thing. <laughs> Anakin, don't go anywhere. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I would be so afraid for, for Obi-Wan and Anakin because I feel like the Yuuzhan Vong are actually quite dangerous. And I haven't read enough of, like I, my most exposure to them is usually, is mostly through fan fiction. Mm -hmm. And it sounds terrifying. And it sounds like people are really in danger. Like, I think they really exist during legacy, like the Luke Skywalker mm. post-Return of the Jedi, right? I think that's when they actually are in, in 
what is it called? So, is it called Legacy? Legends. Legends, Legends yeah. not Legacy. Yeah, well, oh my God, my old brain. <laughs> legacy lightsabers and legend stories. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it makes the scientist in me immediately thinks, okay, something from another galaxy is coming in. I don't care if they're an, an, an alien entity or a species, like, question mark, but... Is it like War of the Worlds where they're this all-powerful being and then they come in and they let's say they land on Coruscant to take oh. over Palpatine and then the virus takes them out and they're really not that strong as they thought. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that is so common in any exploration story, right? Of course, we have science fiction, but that's what happened to real explorers who came... Like, well, some of them, it came the other way. Like when uh, people, dis- people, Europeans discovered... Yeah. America and brought viruses that right wiped them out the native people. Terrible. Yes, like it could Awful. go either way. What if the Yuzhong bring some terrifying virus bacteria to yeah. Coruscant and they don't even have to fight a war? They just no. Palpatine gets all the Jedi wiped out with a virus instead of <laughs> by Anakin. <laughs> he would try to negotiate. Then he would. <laughs> He would. And then he would create a factory and he would clone the virus and then release it. It's the blue shadow virus. <laughs> and we've come full circle. I just realized I was describing a whole arc in the Clone Wars, so never mind. <laughs> you're, you're like, wait, he's he's already done that. <laughs> he already done. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Fireheart Pins. Some very thought-provoking things here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh okay nora labs has one that we haven't had yet actually obi-wan raises luke and leia that's a good one that would be a very peaceful thing how interesting you could see them having their little study classes i know and- oh. i know and and i i go right to like the sweet thing of like obi-wan braiding leia's hair now that we know yes like, Obi-Wan with little Leia, how tender yes. and, and, like, down-to-earth he is with her and just Frank, you know? Yes. And how mm-hmm. Frank she is with him. She would probably tell him, no, it's crooked. Do it again. You know? Like, my braids are crooked. <laughs> again, Ben. You know? Like, it would be so totally. cute. It would be adorable. And he'd be, like, making toys for Luke. And, mm-hmm. oh, it'd be so cute. And then, little and, lightsaber practice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's already had Anakin. For practice. So he knows, like, both of their parents and knows what their strengths and their weaknesses might be, personally speaking and then physically speaking, you know. Mm -hmm. I I just think it would be amazing. I just, I worry that they wouldn't have any friends because they would be isolated out of fear. (laughs) That shit, it would hit the fan, so to speak. So, yeah, develop a little codependency there. (laughs) Okay, so uh, Jernan is coming in with an AU. Not surprising to us because we know her. She's a Cody fan. <laughs> her AU is the original, like the OG Kenobi script pitch. And she says, where Cody and Obi-Wan survive on Tatooine post-Order 66. Yeah. And if Journey, if Journey is writing this AU, they're going to both have handlebar mustaches. <laughs> Absolutely. And Hawaiian shirts. But (laughs) I could see where Cody, I mean, we're, uh, 
we're getting a little of this in the Bad Batch, but I could see mm-hmm. where Cody comes to find Obi-Wan and has a penance almost. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they team up on Tatooine together. Cody becomes like a bodyguard almost to, well, like before, you know, his captain. Right. But mm-hmm. in this sense, he's literally protecting him because he owes it to Obi-Wan at this point. That's imagine, what I see. Imagine their first meeting. What does Obi-Wan would Obi-Wan would know him the minute he saw I him know, and he would be like the last time I saw you tried to kill me, they would probably like he'd probably be ready to defend himself against Cody. Oh yeah, I think there would be a very tense staring contest and then in my mind Cody drops to his knees and clasps his hand and says I had it all wrong. It wasn't me. I would have never. I ne- I didn't yeah. know. It could be a really powerful moment. It could be so good. And I I I have faith. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that's what Felony is working towards with Bad yeah, Batch. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's possible. And now they would have the potential to do it animated. So if like James could play Obi Wan. How fucking cool would that be for him to get to play Obi Wan in the desert? Oh, this could be so good. And to have Tamura Tem be yes. in the Cody role again, um, it was him before, right? It was just a younger version. It was Tem in, back in the day, right? Not doing the voices. Not doing the voices, but live if action? If it was live action, yes. Yeah, the animated, so saying, it was no. No, so I'm saying if he was live action again... Mm-hmm. You know, it would, it would it would work because of the aging of the clones, okay? And then we could line up with Tem's actual age, like, like you know, mm-hmm. with Boba Fett and the whole thing. And yeah. he could do it. It would be really great to see him with Obi-Wan, like, Ewan. The, the, oh, my God. It would be great. Yeah. I, that would have been so cool. I didn't dislike where they went with the Kenobi series. I thought it was great. But... When they showed that clone sitting on the ground begging for money, I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be Cody for a second. Yeah, and yeah. And the look on Ewan's face was amazing. Yeah, so if oh Ewan can pull that out just in like a five-second clip yeah, with a random clone, can you imagine if it was Cody? I would oh. pay money for this, Disney. Listen to my words. <laughs> See, now on the flip side, I don't know that I can handle Rex ever finding out what happened to Anakin. I don't think I can handle that. I want Rex to ride off into the sunset, not knowing, even though Ahsoka knows, would Ahsoka tell him? Ahsoka, and if that's, they say that Rex is with Han Solo on Endor. Yeah, right, right. But I just don't. He must know, right? I just don't want him to. It's too much. Ah. Hopefully they'll never show us how he finds out. Because it was horrible to see Ahsoka find out. I don't even... That was... mm -mm. It was heartbreaking. (sighs) Okay. Yeah, my heart hurts. Thanks, (laughs) Jernan. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one. It's it's the pain that we probably need... (laughs) Yeah, that we won. Mm -hmm. We're all for it. Yeah. 
Okay, we had another one from Fireheart Pins. Padme as Chancellor. Luke and Leia in the Jedi Order with Anakin. Sith retreat to Exegol for a war on NR. I assume is that New Republic? That's what I would say. Yeah. I'm interested. This is a lot. Yeah. To have yes. Padme in a power role like that. Yeah. That would you have my mm. attention. <laughs> yes, you have both our attentions. Well, that reminds me of the 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 plan that George Lucas had mm. for his sequel trilogy, Leia mm. was supposed to be Chancellor. Oh. It's all very interesting and I tread lightly with all of this. Yes, 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 yes. Can you imagine Anakin training Luke and Leia as little Jedi? <laughs> I think about it an inordinate amount of times. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's kind of hot. Because it's kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Zaddy. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Padme's Chancellor would be badass. Unless be she's killing a lot of people. Which I don't think she's- that's Padme. No, I don't think so. She's always trying to be so fair and so level-headed, trying to do the best for everyone. Ooh, you know who would fit into this AU a little bit? Mm. Rio Chuchi. That would be... Oh, man. I love that character so much. She would be like the right-hand woman to the Chancellor. You know how fucking Sidious has the dude with the horns and the the tusks (laughs) or whatever they are? What is his name? I hate him. He's ugly and he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a badge that he has to wear. Yeah, I'm ugly and I suck. <laughs> well, anyway, you know the dude, right? Yes, Would we rather I do. have Padme as Chancellor and Rio Chuchi as her sidekick? Like, main. I don't even want to belittle her to say sidekick. More like right hand woman, literally. Yeah, for sure. That'd be fucking awesome. And Bail Organa. He's got to be part of that, Yes. Yes. He would be the assistant to the regional manager. (laughs) Does anyone know the office (laughs) reference? Assistant regional manager. Assistant to the regional manager. (laughs) Assistant chancellor. (laughs) All right. You have the last one. This one is one that we've kind of talked about discussed hinted at 7567 mph says qui-gon living and training anakin while mentoring kenobi yeah an au where qui-gon lives interests me yes yes how would it have all shaken shaken out how would it have would it have changed i think we did talk about this once we did we had an episode all about how things would be different if Qui-Gon had lived. Right. So without like retelling that entire episode, I think there's a lot here, a lot of good stuff and a lot of very questionable things like Anakin's fate still being his fate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now that we have Tales of the Jedi, how would it have changed Dooku? True. If Qui-Gon had lived, maybe... Maybe Dooku would have been on a different path. Yeah, look upstream, not just downstream. <laughs> it would have influenced up the chain and down the chain. <laughs> yeah, it could have. It could have changed a lot of things. 
I mean, Qui-Gon was kind of pivotal. He's pivotal to Dooku, to Obi-Wan, to Anakin, and then to all of the Jedi because he becomes the first Force ghost. Not only that, but he was already kind of treading a line where he didn't really agree with the Council and he didn't really agree with, you know, a lot of the rules of the Jedi Code and stuff. And so Mm -hmm. that influence on Anakin would have been very interesting. And Obi-Wan, being as strict as he is with certain things, sees his master living, training Anakin, going against maybe what he's developing into truly believing and living. It would have been very interesting. I don't have an answer with how that would have went, but... I think it's yeah. a very interesting thought. There's so many ways you could explore it. Yeah. These are all of the ones that were submitted to us. But if you guys think of more, we would love to hear them because we will never yeah. not talk about this if we get more suggestions in the future. Yeah, we can definitely do more episodes about this if you guys liked it. I, I didn't expect to get as many as we got, honestly, enough to do two episodes. Well, that's what I mean. Stuff. There's people out there thinking of stuff, and they're just not telling us. We need to know. These were great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it opens up all different, like, I mean, just look at the variety of conversation we've had with just this mm-hmm. one batch of ideas coming in so yeah this is great thank you so much to all the people who submitted this is fantastic i loved this all right folks join us back here next week we are going to talk about bo katan and satine Kreez. they are sisters how we don't know (laughs) (laughs) yes they don't look alike they don't sound alike it's going to be really interesting to dive into this especially with the new stuff coming out from mando we will probably talk about spoilers there so just be prepared yeah we have theories though Mm -hmm. we have theories we have connections we have uh symbolism that's already appearing in the new mandalorian it's gonna be good so we're gonna we're gonna investigate these two a little deeply yeah it's gonna be interesting Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. If you would like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. We just got a few new ones and we love and adore you. Thank you so much for supporting us. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, you can join all of the people who have already commented and rated us on Spotify and Apple, and we love all of you. You're amazing. <laughs> we love you. And if you need just a one-stop shop for all these things, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Always.